Hello and welcome to the latest episode of the EG Pop Tea Podcast. I'm your host, EG Editor Sam McClary. On today's episode, I catch up with two very amazing women in real estate. Two women who have recently taken on new roles and seized opportunities. As part of our regular specials on all things talent, I spoke with Knight Frank's Catherine Cripps and Emily Hamilton from Savills IM about why continually being curious, surrounding yourself with inspirational people, virtually or digitally, and listening to your gut are vital in any career plan. This conversation was recorded over Teams, so while the advice and wisdom from Emily and Catherine is of the highest quality, the sound quality may not be as crystal clear as one of EG's studio recorded productions. But what's a little crackle between friends? Enjoy. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a really special episode of the EG Property Podcast. Really special because I get to speak to a couple of my favorite people in real estate. My favorite because not only because they're wonderful, but also because they were part of our very first Future Female Leaders um, program and they were both phenomenally wonderful so they each have a little piece of my heart Uh, and that sounds like I was really emotional then (laughs) I wasn't crying I promise but (laughs) joining me on the podcast today is Catherine Cripps and Emily Hamilton hey ladies how are you doing good thanks for having us Sam thank you Sam yeah it's a real pleasure to be here well, it's it's so nice to be talking to you guys again. I know we used to talk a lot in FFL, but a lot of time has passed since then and everyone has been very busy. I've seen you guys all over the place, which has been wonderful. And we're gathered today because both of you have exciting new job roles. And I wanted to talk to you because I think it's really important right now as we're in a bit of a funny old world, to um, talk about opportunity and the fact that there is still plenty of it out there. And I guess to kick us off, I wonder if you could just give us a little bit of a, an update on on life in your, your worlds and, and your new roles that, that you're in and, and, and how, how you got there, I suppose. Uh, Catherine, I'm going to start with you. Okay, great. Well, um, yeah, so, so yeah, a lot has changed. Um, as you say, I also have had a child in the last um, night. Well, he's nine months old now, a little boy called Milo. Um, but in terms of career, I have spent the majority of my career to date in a transactional role within London Office Leasing. And after 12 years in agency, I came to a big decision while I was on maternity leave, um, a decision which I finalised only a few weeks ago. And that was to move to the consultancy side of our business. And so essentially this, you know, how this came about was I was on maternity leave, coupled with the COVID crisis. Um, I kind of had an opportunity to reflect on my career direction and what that looked like. And I spent three months of lockdown on the Isle of Wight. And I would go on runs uh, along the beach and listen to podcasts with uh, inspiring women, business women mostly, and other content that I found inspiring. And, you know, it would make me feel like I could take on the world or something like that anyway. And um, essentially, it was sort of on these runs that I had a bit of a light bulb moment and 
I realised that the area of real estate that I was working in was quite small and specialist. It was central London and offices, which is pretty cool, and but but equally what is still quite specialist. And I realised um, for me the um, importance that I placed on balance, both in my personal and my professional life. And I realised that in order for me to be a balanced leader, that um, that I should essentially um, broaden my experience and my skills. So, um, so yeah, sort of after about six months of contemplation, I hired a coach and spoke to lots of a, t- a tight circle of friends and family and colleagues um, at great length. And um, yeah, decided that when I returned from maternity leave, I would return into our asset management division. And that is a role that I've now been in for five weeks um, or thereabouts. And it, it's a quasi client role internally. It's full of variety, which is exactly what I was after, where we look after assets during their whole life cycle, uh, including sort of writing strategies and business plans and buying, selling, leasing and developing, as well as a bit of property management. So, um, so I've got a huge amount to learn from my new brilliant team. And, uh, and and that's it, really. It really, uh, I'm really excited. That sounds, sounds really interesting. And, and the journey there, um, fascinating too. And I'd like to come back to that a little bit more about inspiration, balance and coaching as well. But before we get into, into that, Emily, you you have also recently um, changed changed roles. Can you tell us a little bit about about where you are today? Um, two weeks in, Sam, today. So we mm. just started. Mm-hmm. Um, a- actually, we got to see Milo last week on our. We had a future female leaders call all together, and he's very <laughs> cute. Well behaved for once. <laughs> he was gorgeous. Um, so. I've just started a new role as um, head of ESG for Savills Investment Management. The uh, opportunity came about because I was interested to learn more about funds and Savills were, were looking for um, a, a person that could sort of help build on what had already been done and sort of take them on the next step of their journey. And I've been wanting to work internationally for a while and this opportunity um, was just uh, an incredible opportunity. And so therefore I had to say yes. Mm-hmm. Um, it was really difficult to make the decision to leave my old job. But climate change isn't just in the UK, it's international. And it's something I'm really sort of passionate about. So that was one of the key deciding factors. I think it's really interesting as well, isn't it, to be um, that a, a fund manager, an investment manager wants to put ESG so high within within the business as well, because I think, you know, as as builders of buildings and and developers, it's 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 quite tangible, isn't it? But when it's investment management, I could see that they would would be a little bit further down the line. So it's in, encouraging that that opportunity came about. Thank you. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And particularly just learning how to influence more investors as well. Like you said, it's easier when you're in control. It's harder when you've got um, lots of different opinions and and different interests. So trying to understand how we bring everyone along on the journey, I think it's going to be absolutely critical. Mm-hmm. Well, let, let's talk about um, the the route to to being able to one either know that 
actually I want to do something different or two to be able to see to seize an opportunity I suppose so Catherine you talked about um, listening to lots of podcasts while running along the beach that sounds rather wonderful (laughs) Uh, and finding inspiration in in others um, around you or in in your ears Uh, and that that sort of recognition that it was balance that you you were after and that balance isn't just work life it's actually balance within within the working bit of of your life as well yeah I think um I think yeah but balance for me is important I think it's really important to be as you say not just at home home is important um but yeah as a leader I think it's really important to just have a, a sort of big picture and I've always been a bit of a big picture thinker and enjoy challenging the status quo and sort of bettering I guess myself but as well as other people and um, companies and the industry and I think the way that we can do this is just through educating ourselves more and just having a more full understanding and uh, you know continuing learning and the fulfillment that I personally get from learning and as you say sort of hearing from brilliant people and working with brilliant people I I personally also just get really inspired um, and energized um, learning from and working with just brilliant people which I'm lucky enough to have had the opportunity to do so far in my career and and now continue to do to do on the other side of our business. And and you also talked about um, getting getting a coach and having someone to prepare you I I suppose and I'd be really interested to hear from from both of you actually as to how important um, everything that you've learned through I guess the coaching that FFL provided in terms of presenting and standing up and and being unafraid and all that sort of sort of stuff how how that has either one sort of opened your eyes to the the benefits of of being coached of finding mentors of having having a tribe and 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 to you know just the 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 everyday tools that 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 experience gave you I guess the future female leaders program well first of all it's the most amazing experience ever and mm. Sam be forever grateful I, I for you <laughs> for bringing us all together it's just you know we're still in touch now via WhatsApp um I think the the lessons that we all learnt throughout being pushed out, uh, particularly I found being pushed outside my comfort zone has made me more willing to be pushed outside my comfort zone in other areas. Um, so not just with public speaking, but also sort of learning about new things. I'm not sure I would have taken up this opportunity for this new role um, had I not done that programme because it it really gave a huge new level of confidence so from that perspective it was really helpful um but also from thinking about the work-life balance that Catherine mentioned as well it really made us all kind of come together and explore what are we doing not just um in our sort of day-to-day work activities but as companies you know the companies we represented sort of promote work-life balance and that's something that in this new role I've sort of taken to heart a lot in terms of setting off on the right foot and not to put work above everything else Mm -hmm. it needs to be part of a balanced life 
Yeah, I think I think from uh, my perspective, I completely agree with Emily in terms of well, for a start, what a brilliant program. Um, and, and we feel very very fortunate to have been on it, and, and the amount that we learnt there, a huge amount of that was as a result of being pushed outside our comfort zones. Absolutely, um, I, I think you know any training like that and coaches are able just to help broaden your perspective and just give you that vision and confidence to take on new challenges which is so important and I don't think for a second that it's a coincidence that many of the um, 12 women who stood there and doing the female future leaders course have um, challenged the fulfillment that they get out of their current roles um, be you know and 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 looked at doing potentially broader more exciting things and just you know checking themselves and I think that is all to do with the confidence and the perspective and that that program and uh, a bit of coaching and things like that gives you. I completely agree. I guess it's, it's really interesting isn't it that when we are brought together and made to um, I guess with FFL you know you were challenged with coming up with something to talk about for 10 minutes that you were passionate about so having someone or something force us to introspect a little bit and and take stock of where we are and what is what is important for us couldn't couldn't be more more powerful particularly in a time like this when you know the the whole world um it seems and I'll I'll certainly put myself in this category can sometimes feel a little bit lost because we're not sure what is happening from one day to the next so we need to have this um this solid ground I suppose to 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 feel part of and think well this is what this is what I I want to do this is what is satisfying to to me and this is this this can be my my role in the world Mm. have I gone too philosophical (laughs) no I think you you need the time and uh, you need to give yourself the time to sort of self-reflect and I think in doing that, then you can work that out. And I think just have a sort of clearer vision and clearer understanding of where you fit and what you want to do. And I think that's really important. And as you say, so much is changing and out of our control. If you can work that out and control it, then, yeah, I would, I would think that it's going to stand you in good stead. I think Catherine's absolutely right. I'd add to that that. And I would say this, but ESG, environmental, social governance, it's all becoming much 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 um more apparent within our sector than it has before I won't say more important because it's always been more important but I think it's getting a lot more airtime than it has before and I and I think everybody has a role within their jobs of what they can do to help promote you know a, a, a better fairer more um environmentally resilient place definitely mm. and 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 um Catherine you mentioned and we won't give away anyone's um secrets but you mentioned that there's quite a few of um the the first um series of um FFL um participants who are um doing different things or moving on up as uh, m people might say <laughs> uh, um and, and do you think has that come as well from perhaps uh, your support of e- each other and that um, I used the word tribe earlier, but that sort of um, sort of cheerleading group, that support network that that um, you guys have created for each other. I think there's no doubt that we give each other good counsel, and um, 
we all come from quite different uh, areas of the industry, but also we're really different personalities as well. And it's amazing, you know, together, as you say, this sort of unit that we have and the advice that we can give each other is just really quite special. Uh, and yeah, I have spoken to um, various of the girls um, over the last year or so who are thinking about doing different things or doing different things. And yeah, I think it, it's it's always interesting to have their opinion, you know, from my side when I was looking at doing something different, but also to be able to give a bit of advice, you know, from a different perspective um, as well. And I think it's, yeah, it's really cool. It's a great, great network, and great tribe. Mm-hmm. And and so let, let's pay that forward. I know that was always um, something that I would call on, call on you all to, to do as part of your your training the you know the important part was how you're going to use it going going forward and it's quite clear how both of you have 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 used it but if you were to um be sat here and we're talking to our audience and there might be some some people out there in the industry are thinking well I don't know what to to do do yet should I or shouldn't I go for an opportunity um you know I've been thinking I've been listening to some podcasts I don't know what to do uh what what advice one bit of advice would each of you give to someone who is is sort of between decisions I suppose at the moment about what they should should do career-wise I think um careers are uh are something that probably a lot of people are thinking about at the moment. Emily. That's a really good question, Sam. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think it's a number of things. I, I do think, as Catherine said, having a balanced viewpoint, so getting different perspectives from people can can really help. Um, I, before I sort of finally decided that I was going to take up this opportunity, I did actually seek you know, different views, sort of understand a bit more, um, and I and I talked to the people who were at the company as well to find out. So I think if you can do your research, that that helps. If you're not sure what you want to do, then I think it's about being curious. Um, and you know, as Catherine said, listening to more podcasts, I found myself I'm reading a lot more books, which then means that my mind's opening up more than it was before, and when I was trying to work out what did I want to do next, it was, where's my passion? And my passion is that I, I want us to take climate change and sustainability you know, seriously as a sector. And, and in order to do that, you need to be able to influence people to make that change. And so for me, it was about following where that change can happen. So I'd say sort of listen to your your gut um, and, and also just take some time to be curious and sort of explore what you're interested in I love that <laughs> me too listen to yeah. that and be curious yes great I was going to say it in just a really I, I I completely agree with you and I was just going to say just be open-minded and I think yes. like being you know new opportunities um whether they land on your lap or whether you go and seek them out and maybe now is the time to go and seek them out and be proactive you know this sort of time um is it's really really important and I think if you set yourself the opportunity to try out new challenges or challenge yourself then you'll be more agile and able to adapt and as a result of that you'll be a lot more you know employers will look upon you a lot more favorably as well um yeah I think I think it's you know we 
it's it's an exciting career and there's so many opportunities out there and um i think the more that you challenge yourself the more that you can grow and learn and many of the skills that you learn along the way are tra- transferable and just got to remember that and yeah remain curious remain curious and and what about what about fear? I know it was something that we we talked about before everyone got up on a stage in front of hundreds of people and had no notes and had to just uh, orate and wow, wow, wow an audience. And uh, one of the um, key takeaways I took from Ginger, even though I didn't get any training by them, was <laughs> was um, that fear and excitement are the are the same have the same sort of physical response so it's just in our head which one it one it is and I wonder if um either of you had any fears for taking an opportunity or um carving out a a new opportunity for yourself or that you automatically turn that into excitement uh I was petrified Sam (laughs) if I'm honest (laughs) Um, if if you speak to Alana or any of the quite a lot of the future female leaders, I was absolutely petrified when I was thinking about first taking up this role. And up until my first day, I was still petrified, thinking, "Oh, what if I don't live up to expectations?" Um, but everyone's been incredibly welcoming, and I think that's had a massive impact. But I've also gone in with a a very, as Catherine said, a very open mind, and in and in a mindset that. I'm learning and I, I'm not going to get everything right to begin with. So it's it's a question of being, you know, being kind to yourself, but also acknowledging that this is a new area and therefore it may take time to get up to speed. And and genuine, generally colleagues are very willing to to help you with that. You know, people want other people to succeed um, on the whole. So therefore, I think it's about acknowledging that we're in a, you know, we're in teams. We're not individuals we're not islands and therefore it's using people within the organization and working with others to sort of help um, fill those knowledge gaps as if you're starting a new area none of us are perfect are we and we all we all need to learn and we can that's that's the great thing isn't it we can learn yeah yeah I think um you know you're always going to have concerns and risks when you're trying something new and that's only human but, you know, because you're comfortable and you're in a good place and things are going well, doesn't mean that, you know, it isn't necessarily a good reason to stay in the same place either. And I just think when you I, I'm a strong believer in moving around, trying something new. And I think when you do make that move, you know, you're you're only going to open more doors. And it, it, even if it doesn't work out um, in two years time, you could go off and try something else. It's only going to be positive because you're just going to grow and grow from that experience um, and learn as long as you take from it as much as you can. Um, I think, yeah, I think it's all, all all positive being, as you say, sort of a bit of fear, a bit of excitement, new challenges. It's all, all good stuff. Excellent. And I know you're only five weeks and two weeks into the into the new roles, but a, a, a final question um, for you about where where both of you um, see see the future, I, I suppose. What, what's the ultimate um, ambition? Catherine. I think, yeah, as you say, you know, early days in a new role um for, for me it's focusing on on the next few years here um but i guess my main ambition is to lead in a balanced way but also just to inspire the next 
generation of women and encourage them to be confident and brilliant and excel and I, I just want to see as many men as there are women excelling in this industry and that is my sort of future ambition. Excellent thank you and Emily apart from saving the planet of course and all of us. <laughs> I love Catherine's ambition I think that's awesome. Um, well my the mandate I've been given is is to make Savills IM a leader. So in terms of environmental and social governance, so uh, that that's probably the first thing is to look at how you do that. But I think it's about all the things we've discussed in terms of um, balance. So making sure that people who are leading businesses or who are involved in decisions within businesses are promoting you know equality, diversity, and inclusion, are promoting work-life balance are being people and not just seen to be you know titles or, or positions because that's the only way we're going to get this change within our industry across a multitude of issues is if we practice the way we want our industry to be and everything we do so I think what I want to take forward is everything I learned from a lot of very brilliant people especially at Grosvenor um, and really look at how kind of practice to make our industry a better place to be and save the planet Sam. <laughs> we definitely need all of that. Catherine, Emily it's such a pleasure um, talking with you and I wish that this podcast could go on for hours and hours because I absolutely absolutely love talking to you. I'm inspired by by the pair of you and I um, am gonna stay curious. I hope you do too and I really hope all of our all of our listeners do and they take um, some inspiration from two very wonderful human beings. Um, congratulations on the new roles. Uh, I will be watching and making sure that both of you achieve those ambitions because I, I will not be going away. I will be keeping an eye. Uh, but for now, thank you so much for, for talking with me and talking with the EG audience. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the EG Property Podcast. We hope you found the content insightful and helpful. If you'd like more of the same and to keep up with all the latest news, views, analysis and research that the EG Group has to provide, be sure to sign up to all of our property podcasts and subscribe to Radius Data Exchange for unlimited access to all of our content and comprehensive commercial real estate data.